Um, in our parent chat this weekend, um, Todd Holliday asked the question, um, because we had said, and I believe, that um, we are smack dab in the middle of the greatest move of God in history. Um, don't doubt it, it is, and it will be. Um, but how do we carry it, and how do we protect it? And um, I'm shaking because I know that the Lord is speaking through me. Um, how do we carry it? How do we protect it? Well, you're going to hear stories of revival. And I just want to tell you, the Holy Spirit that is in these kids is not a baby Holy Spirit. It's not a teenage Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit. And that the heroes of the faith are right here in front of you and are among you. So it is not a special person that does the work of God. It's an obedient person that does the work of God. And it is a simple yes. Last November, when um, my girls came home from worship in the woods and said, can we go to Zambia? I didn't even think about it. I didn't pray about it. I just said yes. Because if you want to change your life and you want to change the world, you just say yes. And I'm not saying you don't have boundaries. You do. And I'm not saying you don't listen to the Lord. You do. But if you want to be one who is used by God, it has to be through the opportunity of obedience. And yes is the only way. So, um, so to Todd's question, how do we carry it? How do we protect it? God was speaking to me really powerfully this week. And I see um, these kids here, they've done some things um, this week. And I think this is how we do it. This week, or these past two weeks, you guys, um, we got to know God. And it says in Romans 1 that although they knew God, they did not glorify, glorify God or give him thanks. And this week... Um, we knew God going into this, but we got to know him really good. We got to know him better. And I think one of the things about um, revival, revival isn't something like rare. It's really just believing what God believes about himself. So if you need to borrow that belief, do it. God says he's great, he is. Don't doubt it. Um, it's darkened thinking that keeps us from living in revival. And we, um, we saw God do amazing things. We saw God do amazing things. And we, when we did, we gave him glory. And when we did, we gave him thanks. And if there's anything you guys we can do to um, carry and like, I know we feel tired. I told the girl, the kids yesterday in the, in the chat, I was irritable. I was like, I found myself like laying around everywhere. Like I would just lay down on the grass. I would just lay down. Like we, we feel weird right now. It's just, it's just jet lag. Um, but if we want to carry this revival in our hearts, um, know God, glorify him, and give him thanks. And believe what he believes about himself. And I saw you guys do it. And you are heroes. You are heroes. <laughs> you guys, we, we took trucks to where roads, normal cars can't go. We took trucks further than most people can go. We like literally crossed rivers in our trucks. And then we set up camp and then we started walking. And we walked on paths that nobody else will walk on. And... We saw people who don't know what it looks like to see a white person. Like kids would literally run away from us because we were scary to them. We saw people who have never worn shoes and never will wear shoes. Like we went to places that nobody else goes. And I think that I was just overcome with what Overland Mission's vision is. And I just want to share with you guys this one thing. I got home and 
And the night that I got home, I had a dream. I don't have very many dreams, um, but I had a dream. And in this dream, there was all these doctors. And I think it was like, there was just these doctors represented technology and it represented, um, did I tell you this? Maybe I um, They represented just technology. And there was like, like many doctors in white coats. And the Lord wanted to speak to them the, the value of humanity. That humanity's value is not in what one produces, but it's simply in, being, in bearing the image of God. And that's why you go. That's why you go and take the gospel, because God loves each and every single person. And you guys, the people that you spoke to, they, they were beautiful image bearers of God. And so I just want to speak that to you guys. I just commend you for going. And the Lord also spoke to me, if all I ever do is lead mission trips and take kids to, on mission trips for the rest of my life, it'll be a life well spent. Hey guys, my name is Emma. Um, I was on this missions trip. It was like very life-changing. Um, and I just have a couple of stories that I wanted to share. Um, first, we had this lady. Um, she was possessed. She had a demon in her. Um, it was very scary. She was different from the rest. Um, and they casted it out of her. It was like amazing to watch. People were singing. People were praying. Um, but then the next day, she came to church with us. Um, she came and sung with us and worshipped with us, but she was belching and you could, you could still tell that she still had a demon in her and that it came back because she turned back to witchcraft and we both know that you can't serve two gods, you can only serve one. So she turned to witchcraft and um, she said that she just didn't know what to do and she didn't believe that God could heal her, so she went back to witchcraft and necklaces and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we went back to her village after that, made a couple of girls, went back to her village. She's actually the headman's wife, but we went to her house and um, we talked to her. And she ended up saying that she really just, she knew that, that was, this would be her last day because we were leaving the next day. So she said that she just really wanted this thing to leave and get out of her. So we prayed and prayed and talked to her for hours and she ended up um, giving her life to Christ and we saw her throw away all of her necklaces and all of her kids had the same things that they believed in and they threw away all of the things that they just believed would heal them, that Christ would heal them. Um, and we asked her, there was, there was one other kid that was at her house that still had necklaces on that represented witchcraft. So um, we asked her, said, is that your kid? She said, no. And we were like, well, then who is it? And apparently um, her neighbor or something, uh, they had a kid that also did witchcraft. And the mom was so scared of us. She heard that we were coming and she didn't want to be prayed over. She didn't want us to talk to her. So she left and she left her kid there and she went and she hid in the bushes because she was so scared that we were going to pray over her and cast this thing out of her. Um, but it was amazing. We saw her throw away this dust, this necklace, this hat, all of these things that she believed would protect her. And it was just amazing to see how, like in front of my eyes, how that would happen and not just a story that I heard from someone else. And then, um, 
we went, the next person we went to, we went to this person's house, this guy's house. It was just him. He was pretty old, probably in his 20s. Um, we said, do you know Christ? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what does that make these people out here? <laughs> um, but why I said that is because um, we asked him, we said, do you know who Christ is? Like, do you know who Jesus is? And he said, no. Like, we are like, have you ever heard that name before? And he said, no, I've never heard of Jesus. And you'd think someone in their 20s would hear of Jesus before, which was crazy because his neighbors had given their life to Christ and was quoting Bible verses in front of us. But um, it was just crazy because he'd never even heard the name of Jesus before. But we talked to him. We talked to him for about an hour or so. And by the end, um, by the time we were done talking to him, he said, I give my life to Christ. And he repeated after us, and um, yeah, he ended up giving his life to Christ, which is pretty amazing. So I'm Abby, and I'm really winging this, because I thought I had two more people before me, but it's day. Um, so I really went into this trip just like, I just felt really just kind of far away from God, and I was like, okay, like, just use me for this trip, Lord, and I was like, Kind of just like expecting like a lot out of this trip. Like my expectations were pretty high, and um, they were met. So um, on Wednesday, I think we were just kind of out as a group, and it was already pretty late in the day. We had done like some children's ministry, um, and we were just gonna go back and like get tomatoes. Um, so me and then the other group that we were with, we split up. They went kind of to the left, and we just went to go get tomatoes. So as we're there, we kind of found ourselves at this bar, and um, they wanted us to um, kind of minister to them. And we didn't have a lot of time, because the sun goes down around, like, the sun starts setting at, like, 5.45, and it was already, like, 4.30, and we had, like, an hour and a half walk back. Um, and we just went to go minister to them for a little bit, and it ended up being, like, a lot of them had back pain, and just a lot of stuff, so we got to minister to them and tell them all about God and like pray for that pain. And a lot of them are healed, which was really cool. And then this lady came up to me and she was like, I have back pain and leg pain. And I just felt like um, I was supposed to hold up her legs just to kind of like, I don't know, see. And her left leg ended up being shorter, like by like three inches um, than her right. And um, I, I always kind of, before this trip, I always kind of do ministry with like my parents and like a lot of the stuff, like I rely on them for like the healing and I'm just kind of like, oh, like I'll pray for them too. But like normally it's through like my parents that like people are healed with like God. So I was like, okay, like I guess I can do it. <laughs> so I held up her legs and a group of girls just came around her too and we all just started praying. And um, I like, looked down. And I like felt her like like grow in my hands, and I was like, I was like, whoa, like wait a minute. And um, everyone else was still praying. And I was like, guys, like it grew, like it already grew. And we all just kind of like, looked at each other for a second. And the lady looks up, and she like immediately like gets up, starts like like her smile is so big, and she just starts like kind of like jumping around and like hugging all of us. And we were all like, oh my land, like this actually grew. Like, I was not expecting it to actually grow. Um, God is good. I was like, wow, like, okay. Um, so I don't know. That was just pretty life changing because just like everything that I do just with my parents and like just to see God like use me 
to like also do that stuff is just really awesome. Hi, um, my name is Macy. I don't think I have a slide because I just kind of showed up. Um, but there are so many, there are so many cool testimonies and so many cool stories about like healing that I could share. But I wanted to highlight what it was like for like me and the team. Um, it was so absolutely amazing, like um, just be, like getting to know the team like in this setting and just growing relationships in so many ways um, and just bonding with the team. Like um, at worship nights we had at our camp, uh, we did like a night of prophesying on each other and everybody got absolutely wrecked by the Holy Spirit. Um, it was just so amazing that like, everybody heard exactly what they needed to hear by other people. Um, and the Holy Spirit was just moving in incredible ways, um, and it just really um, set us up for ministry. And it was just so cool to have that confidence, um, and have the Holy Spirit inside of you, and just to be able to spread that to others. It was so incredibly amazing. I 100% go back. Um, it was it was nothing like it. It was incredible. Um, so I just wanted to share two stories from the trip. Um, it was absolutely amazing, and like. Like, people ask me, like, so, like, what, what was this trip like for you? And it's, like, I don't even have words to explain it, um, but I'll share two stories. Okay, so the first one was, like, I think our third day of ministry, we went to that guy's house. Oh, sorry. I don't really remember um, what day it was, but, yeah. Um, so we get there, and there was, like, this big building behind his house. And we were, like, so after we introduced ourselves and everything, we were, like, so what is that building? And he's, like, Oh, it's a church that I built. And we're like, oh, like, that's awesome. And we're like, so you know Jesus? And like, do you like preach the gospel? And he's like, no, I don't know Jesus. And we're like, oh, <laughs> so what do you use this church for? So then that day, we were able to share um, the gospel with him. And there was two other people there. I think it, I don't remember who they were, but they were just kind of, they all kind of gathered. And we shared the gospel with them. And all three of them accepted Christ. And it was amazing. And um, so then we, after that, we asked them, we were like, so is there any way we can pray for you? And he said that his vision was like, like he could see, but it was like from here to like there, and it was all foggy is what he said. So he could like hardly even see us the whole time. So we asked him, we're like, can we pray for you? He's like, yeah. So we laid our hands on him, and um, we just started praying. It was me, Izzy, and Faith, and we were all just like, just praying, and we knew God would heal him, and we told him to have faith, and he said he did. And so then after we prayed, he opened his eyes, and we're like, so, like, how is that? And he said, I have new eyes. Like, I can see perfectly. Wow. And that was, it was incredible. We're like, yeah. And then after that, we were about to leave, but then Faith heard from God to ask about his legs. So she goes, okay, one second, like, how, how are your legs? Like, do you, like, can you walk? And he was like, no, like, I haven't been able to walk for, for years, and I can't even stand. And so we're like, okay, well, we're going to pray over you. So we put our hands on him again, and we just started praying. And then after, we were like, okay, now stand up. And he was kind of, like, really hesitant. And we're like, stand up. And so then he did, but he had his a cane in his hand. And then our ministry partner just took it away from him. And he was standing on his own, and then he just started, uh, I think the picture went away, but he just started like praising God, and it was just amazing. Um, but yeah, that was one story, and it was crazy. Um, and then, I think, this is a couple of days before this, we were at the first village, and we just went to the church one day, like right before we were going to leave, 
And it was like, there were a couple of us there and we were just like talking with some of the people that we had met earlier that week. And um, there was this one lady who was there who was just sitting there and she said that she had accepted Christ like a couple of days before. And, um, and she said that she wanted prayer over herself because uh, like she just like felt whole like body pain and like she said she felt really cold. And so we prayed over her. Well, before we prayed over her, I opened my Bible to Matthew 8, and it was just a story about, I don't even remember, it was, it was about Jesus healing somebody, I don't remember who it was, but I just said that to her, and I said that if you have faith, God will heal you, and, and so we're like, but you have to believe, and so she said, okay, and so then we prayed over her, and when we were done praying, I asked her like how she felt, and she said she felt worse, and she said that she like didn't feel healed at all, so then we prayed over her again. And after that, we asked her how she felt, and she said the same, like she said she just feels herself getting colder. And so then we prayed over her one more time, and she said the same thing. And then I really felt the Holy Spirit talking to me and saying, like, you need to have her repeat, like, after you and, like, say, like, I'm healed and, like, I received my healing. So I told her, I was just like, okay, just repeat after me. And I was like, Jesus, heal me, and, like, I received my healing. And she said as soon as she said those words, her body was just like completely better. And she said that she just felt like warmth entering her body. Hello, my name is Mallory. Um, and so we would we would wake up pretty early. Well, yeah, we'd wake up pretty early. And we would walk for um, about an hour to an hour and a half every day um, to these villages to see these people. And, um, oh, okay, wait, different story. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> When Abby shared about um, the leg grew, I was a part of the other group who went to the left, so to the other um, different place. And this lady told us not to go there because um, the elections, an election is going on, and so there was nobody at the houses. They're all somewhere else, and she was like, "Just don't go. It's a waste of your time." Um, we were like, "No, the Holy Spirit's calling us to go, and we're gonna go, even though we were told not to." Um, and so we kept going, and about like ten minutes later, we reached these huts, and you see all these people. No, nope, go back. Nope. Go back to the side picture. Yeah. <laughs> so we see all these people, and we start talking to them, and we realize it's the headman, secretary, and some other important people, um, and they were just so curious about um, the Lord and just asking questions, and they were just so curious. Um, and then we got to share Jesus with them, and they accepted Christ into their hearts. Um, and then the kids also accepted Christ, and it was so cute. They were also very curious, and just, they were just sitting around, like, mesmerized by the stories we were telling them about God. It was awesome. Um, and then one day, we were also walking up to, we were walking, and we saw this hut. And so then we go up to who lives there, it's this old, very old lady. Um, we start talking to her, we share the gospel with her, and we're like, this is Jesus. And um, I was like, do you have any like pains? Like, do you what what can we pray for you? Um she's like, I whole body, like my whole body is in pain, like um it's been like this for years. And we were like, Well, we're gonna pray for you. So we prayed for her, we laid our hands on her. Um, and when we were done, I we were like, Well, how do you feel? Like, is it healed? And she's like, No. Um, but don't she told us not to pray for her again because she said that her her pains um, couldn't be healed by God. They could only be healed over time, and then they wouldn't be healed. And so she really, she had no faith. Um, and so then Faith pulled out the Bible, and she started reading these passages, like 
God healing the blind, healing the sick, healing people who couldn't walk, um, even people who had leprosy. Uh, and she was, and we just were talking to her and we're like, hey, you need to have faith and uh, he will heal these, everything, like God can heal anything. And, and then we prayed for her over again and she's, we prayed for her again and she, um, she started tearing up and we were like, how do you feel? And she's like, my pain's completely gone. So she just completely gone. that we met and we were just walking um, and we stopped for lunch because we were really hungry so we were just sitting down eating lunch um, some other people came along we were talking to them and then these boys came along and um, told them the gospel they never heard this before uh, told them the gospel and they accepted Christ into their lives so that was really cool um, and then this girl she's one of my favorites um, we were at the we were at a village and she we were talking about the kids, we were, you know, doing children's ministry, and then um, she came up to me and she was like, like, I understand, like, if you don't want to be around me or you don't want to touch me because I'm dirty yet, like, I haven't had a bath yet. Um, and I just, I just picked her up and she started laughing and it was the cutest thing ever. And I just think it's really important to remember, like, we have to go to the people who are dirty. We have to go to the people who mm-hmm. are unreached by God, um, who think they don't deserve it. So. I'm gonna take a step away from everything that we like that we gave to the other people and more what was instilled in our in our team here. Um, I think going into the trip, we all had no idea what what to do. We would actually go out to the villages. I mean, we were walking like 10 miles a day, and then we wouldn't even say anything. But I was like, I was at least like me and some other people on my team the first day. But by the second day, I could already tell that there was a complete change in everyone. Uh, I mean, we kind of just didn't even let the leaders talk at all. They were just kind of just speaking for them. And evangelizing on their own, so I, I saw like a real uh, like growth and boldness that everybody took. I mean, Macy's like the most quiet person on the team. And by the last night, she's coming up to me. She's like, "Yeah, I really feel like I'm perfect." I was like, "Oh, okay, rock on, sweet." Um, and like, I, I mean, I saw the same thing even with like Abby, the testimony of the leg growing and just like having faith that Jesus could heal them. Um, I mean, even these other guys, like last night when we were doing this uh, debrief night. We were, all, we were all just like, hey, uh, we can knock each other out in the Holy Spirit. So we kind of just started praying over each other, and it was almost like, oh, Ted's knocked out on the ground right now. So we were like, wow, this is like a really powerful thing that we, we've encountered, and we really wanted to like be able to bring that, that boldness back to the United States. And I think that a lot of us have already started doing that, so it's really cool. So my name's Asher, and um, <laughs> one day, my team went out to this house, and this guy, he was by himself, and they're like, where's your family? And he's like, they're at church because it was Saturday. There's like a lot of SDA churches there, just Seventh Day Adventists or something like that. But anyway, so he was just there alone, and there were like seven of us, and we were just talking to him and stuff. And we were there for like four and a half hours, it ended up being. But um, he was saying how he didn't believe in God. He believed in like evolution and all this stuff, and like a lot of distractions from the devil. And he said he used to be a Christian when he was younger, and he said he read like the whole Bible and like knew everything. Then one day he said he went to the city and this guy came up to him and was telling him like God's not real, like all the all these lies and stuff. So then we just like spoke Jesus to him and shared the gospel and like loved on him and stuff. And then um we were telling him what was it? Um we we're talking to him, yeah, we shared the gospel and then um we were asking if he needed any healing or anything. He just didn't he didn't believe in himself. He was like, no, but then there's this girl on my team, Claire, 
she got a word from God, from the Holy Spirit, that someone in his family died unjustly. So we shared that with him. And he was just like really wild. And he was like, how did you know that and stuff? And he was like, now I believe. Because his mom died because someone put a curse on him. Like one of the witch doctors did on his mom. So she died. But then he gave his life to Jesus. And he got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was just really awesome to see God work. And then his friend was there too. Same thing happened. It was really cool. But yeah. Hi, I'm Zoe. Um, I did have notes. I promise. I forgot them at home. But um, I'm Mr. Tenge, so we should be good. But um, uh, kind of like what Joe said, I was going to share like the same thing. Um, but the childlike faith that was in our group was incredible. Like just sharing what Abby said about the uh, foot growing. Um, just the faith that we knew that you know we could, we had the power to heal. Because like before this, I would think like I would need like a whole like you know pastors to pray over them. You know, just the faith that you know go to college. I don't know, like that faith to heal somebody. But we carried that power, and it was it was incredible. But um, before we left for this trip, I was a few days before this, I was running and I listened to podcasts while I run, and I think it was like um, Elevation Church or something, and somebody was speaking. But they shared this story of when Peter and John went to pray to the gate. Um, they met the lame man. Um, and the man was asking for gold and silver. But Peter kind of called him out and said, expect, don't expect, you know, exceed your expectations. Don't expect the silver and gold, but expect to walk. Like the man, like, encouraged the guy to exceed his expectations. And when he did, he could, you know, he got up and walked. And I encouraged this, our group, just to exceed your expectations. Um, and actually one night we prayed this prayer and we just went around and we, we said, I want to see healing, right? I want to see curiosity in these villagers. I want to see, Levi even said, I want to see the uh, dead raised and that night somebody died. Um, but just like we said all these things, like what we want to see and we saw it. Like the next couple of days we, we saw a leg grow. We saw people heal. We saw complete back pain, like, leave. And I think that's just incredible, because if you exceed your expectations, they will be met. Because God, God wants, God wants us to, God wants to meet us where we're at, and if we are low, He will meet us there. But if we, if we exceed higher than we think we are, He will meet us there too, so. Hi, so my name is Lily, and going into this trip, um, I was really praying for a miracle because I've seen stories, I've heard stories, and I really wanted to um, experience that firsthand. So on the first night that we were there, our first village we were there, there was a lady next to me, her name is Naomi. She's out there somewhere, I don't know where she is. Um, but she was next to me, and she's 19, she's only a year older than me, so I really connected with her. Um, and she, we asked if she needed to be prayed for, and she said that her stomach was really hurting. And so a bunch of us girls prayed over her, and uh, my prayer was really answered, and she was baptized in the Holy Spirit and fell into my arms. And I laid her on the ground, and that was just really amazing to see that happen. Um, my next story is our last day we were there, we went to the pastor's house. And we were telling all the villagers, we were like, um, we're leaving today, and we need you to go to your neighbors, and we need you to share the gospel. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, but that's not my job. And we were like, but you're the pastor. And he goes, oh, that's not my job. And we're like, oh, that's kind of backwards. Um, but we, ex we really encouraged him to go and start the gospel outside of church because just because 
um, he's the pastor and that he will go to church. He only preaches to them. You gotta preach to those who maybe don't wanna go to church or um, aren't ready. And so it's just a learning lesson learning lesson for him to go outside of his comfort zone and to the people who really need to hear the gospel. So, yeah. Um, so basically what I want to talk about is when I got slain by the Spirit. Um, it was like, so one night we're out by the fire and we're talking about like, um, how like baptism in the Holy Spirit and I was just like, they said they would help people try to attain that and I was like, I don't, I don't really know what it is but I want to try it. So then um, I had our counselors or like leaders, uh, Reese and Jordan pray over me. And they were basically just saying like, Holy Spirit fill him, Holy Spirit be in him. And uh, it was just this really weird feeling. Like I started uh, getting like, I started getting like really shivery and I just felt like, like my mind was somewhere else. And I was like, at one point I just felt like I was getting like lifted up like it was, it was really weird and like, um, so after that, um, Chris and Ashley started praying over me too and they're like, Holy Spirit fill him, Holy Spirit fill him. And uh, when they started doing that, I just like fell to the ground because I don't know, what, I don't really know what it was, but there's like something like overpowering it that it felt like and um, it was like a really weird feeling. It's something like I've never experienced before and it just 